Hi there, and welcome to One Body, One Life, proudly sponsored by Jamae's Fine Foods. I'm Vicky Nguyen, and I'm on a personal mission to live to 120, and I would absolutely love to take you on this journey with me. This fortnightly show is focused on longevity and understanding how we can all live longer and stronger through diet, exercise, lifestyle, nutrition, and so on. Each episode, we will uncover tips and tricks to living your healthiest and happiest life for as long as physically possible. I'll be chatting to the experts as well as people who have defied the odds and explore various treatments and modalities to help us all reach optimal wellness. So in today's episode, I interview Maxwell Thomas from Ageless Tours. Six years ago, Max was struck down with chronic fatigue. He struggled to get out of bed, was grey in the face, found it difficult to sleep and did not look at all a picture of good health. After doing extensive research, he learned that we have around 101 different hormones in our body. And while some may be more important than others, they all work together as a fine-tuned orchestra. So when one hormone is out of balance, then it can affect all the other hormones and how they function. He also learned that our hormones start to gradually deplete from around the age of 30. And for some people, it's even earlier. So Max decided to journey to Malaysia to explore the option of bio-identical hormone replacement therapy, also known as HRT, which works by replacing the hormones that are naturally depleting in the body. I'm super excited to understand more about this. So welcome to One Body, One Life, Max. Thank you so much, Vicky. A pleasure to be here. Excellent. So I must say, I met you at a trade show um, quite a few months ago now, but I was blown away by your energy. And obviously, um, whatever you're doing is working. So congratulations on on finding that happy balance with your hormones. Well, thank you. I actually refer to myself as the Energizer Bunny these days, (laughs) but it wasn't like that, as you said in your intro. Um, Going back a few years, I was the typical overweight, um, cranky old man that's referred to. You know, it's kind of go through that syndrome and everyone puts it down just to getting older. Yes. And I didn't realise that you could do something about it. So that was that's my journey. And so I'm pretty happy to be where I am today, I've got to say. Excellent. So tell us, I mean, it's such a buzzword, anti-aging. You hear about it, you read about it. It's like, you know, there's all these clinics popping up, but most of them associated with, you know, Botox and fillers, etc. Um, but what exactly does anti-aging mean? Well, technically, anti means against, so it means against aging. Uh, Technically, of course, it's about trying to stop yourself aging as quickly as, let's say, nature has uh, dictated to us or our environment, which is also a really important part in aging. Right. But it's actually referred to more frequently now as regenerative medicine. I mean, I still talk about anti-aging because that's what people understand. Yes. But the mainstream, the the, the protect practitioners in uh, the world yes. who are practicing this type of medicine now refer to it as regenerative. Okay. So by answering that, I'm yes. going to answer what it means for both of those things. And it effectively means being able to use your own body to slow down and in even some cases reverse the signs of aging. Love it. So that's what anti-aging is about or regenerative medicines, regeneration. So making something work better than it's currently working. Okay. So talk to us about what the signs of aging are. Well, I mean, you know, if we had three hours, of course, we could go over everything. <laughs> but typically, like, grey hair. Yeah, typically saggy skin, um, you lose colour in your complexion, uh, lack of collagen in your skin, which is what, of course, makes the wrinkles and things appear, yes. um, stiff joints, um, mood swings, yeah. um, suffering anxiety and depression more, uh, getting sick more often, yeah. um, Having things like when you get out of bed in the morning that your, your joints don't work quite properly and you kind of have to warm up a little bit before you go and do These are all signs of aging. Aging, yes, yeah. yes. And so what determines that 
biological ageing? Well, I think it's pretty much driven by hormones. And, and I'm so glad that you invited me today because it's a real passion of mine. Yes. And the reason it's become a passion is because I was one of those people that had no idea that you could do something about it. Yes. None whatsoever. Yes. So the ageing process is the fact that things slow down in your body. So yes. let's, I always, being a country boy, I always refer to it like a car engine. All right. You know, you can have a great car engine, you can look after it and change the oil and do all that, but it still wears out. Yes. It's the same with our body. Yes. So as you age, things like your 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 glands that produce hormones and things like that don't function quite as well. Yes. Therefore, they can't put the hormones into the body, so you can't utilise them, and that's that's how it degenerates, and that's how the ageing process starts. Got it. So obviously, as you said, the hormone levels alter substantially in both men and women as we age, but what are the hormones that impact the youthfulness and vitality of a human the most? Yeah, look, this is a great question because, you know, as you said in your introduction, we have over 100 hormones in our body, um, and I love the fact that the Greeks always lay claim to everything, and of course it comes <laughs> from do. the Greek word hormon, ah. which means to set in motion. Right. So without hormones in your body, you're a blob. Ah, Actually, not an organism. So right. hormones control everything in your body, which they is do. quite amazing. can vouch for that as a woman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I can as a man too. Yes. But the thing is, if you're looking at the, the, the most important, I would guess, now one that I think gets left out of all of this all of the time and is absolutely important is thyroid. Yes. It runs your whole metabolism, for goodness sake. master gland. People say, or sorry, science says that up to 40% of the population probably are dealing with a thyroid issue. It right. goes undiagnosed. It happened to me. It was undiagnosed. Even though I asked for all the tests, yes. they couldn't pick it up because they didn't know what they were looking for. Right. Mainstream doesn't. So thyroid is one of the key ones, but absolutely straight after that, DHEA. Right. DHEA is, well, they actually refer to it as the grandmother hormone because it actually converts into other hormones as well. Right. So when you start to lose DHEA, both men and women, everything starts to fall off. So that's one of the key hormones to bring back. And then, of course, for women, estrogen. But the estrogen breaks down into three different components and estradiol is the most potent version of that. But let's just refer to it as estrogen. It's easier. Testosterone for both men and women. Everyone thinks that testosterone is really just about libido and things. It's not. It's your mojo hormone. It's the one that gets you up to answer (laughs) the phone and make the call. It's the one that says, let's do this on Saturday or I'm just going to go back to sleep. So, I mean, we could go on. There's other ones. But for me, they are the main ones. Amazing. So how do we keep the, the levels up? Well, I mean, you know, I could sound like a broken record, of course, and I can do throw in the whole diet and exercise thing. Of course, yes. that's important. Yes. Yep. Totally get that. Yes. But you can't keep them up. You can Well, you can keep them up if you follow a really healthy lifestyle and that you're going to do better than the person who doesn't do that. Yes. But you can't stop the depletion of hormones. It just happens. It's yeah. just physically not possible for yes. you to do. It doesn't matter how healthy you are; they still are going to decline because your endocrine glands that produce the hormones wear out. So it doesn't matter how healthy you are; you're still going to get that decline. Yeah, right. But does genetics have a big part to play in that as well? Like you know, you look at some like my husband's Asian, for example, and he doesn't look a day older than when I first met him twenty years ago. So do you think genetics plays a part in how we age as well? Well, I think that's definitely true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I think that there's the genetics do play a part, and like you say about there's certain races of yes. people where you go, oh my god, they look amazing, <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. And then there's others where you go, hmm, maybe not yeah. so good. Yes. So definitely genetics plays a part. But I still think that the science is there now that we can actually still help ourselves, even if we're genetically. Um, Predis- yeah, predisposed to get certain things, I think we can actually intervene okay. in maybe delaying it or the symptoms not being so severe. Yeah, got it. Interesting. So obviously bioidentical hormone replacement therapy is all about um, build uh, replacing the, the hormones that are depleting naturally in your body with identical hormones. Is that how it works? I am so glad you asked that because it is such an important dis- uh, question that we have to distinguish between HRT, which is hormone replacement therapy. That's all done by pharmaceutically uh, produced drugs yes. by the big, big pharmaceutical yes, companies. Yes. And then bioidentical, as you pointed out, is that it's the same molecular structure as your own body. Love it. Now, these hormones are made in a compounding pharmacy. Right. So I live here in Melbourne. My compounding pharmacist is up in Northcote. So you can get them. They're all over Australia. They're all over the world. So compounding pharmacists make the medicine to your individual body's needs. Love it. Now, I'll give you a quick example of the difference. HRT, so when a pharmaceutical company produces any medicine, they have to change the molecular structure of it to get a patent. Of course. Now, of course, they spend hundreds of millions of dollars getting approval for medicine, so they want to be able to protect it. Now, the trouble with that is, I'll give you an example with a hormone majority female hormone called progesterone. Now, of course, I still take that as well. So men do have it, but in yes. a smaller smaller dosage. Um, so progesterone is your feel-good hormone. When you get pregnant, it, it goes up like 500%. It makes you more relaxed and things. So progesterone protecting against cancer, things like that. Very important hormone. So the pharmaceutical companies, when they change the molecular structure... The drug on the market is called Premarin. Right. Guess where it comes from? Where? Premarin, pregnant mare's urine. Oh, my goodness. Yes, I'm not joking. That's disgusting. So that's where it comes from. Now, this in, in studies has proven to actually, um, we'll put it this way, there's been a lot of things going on in, in the hormone replacement therapy thing where there was a lot of breast cancer coming out. Right. And so we got a lot of bad publicity a yes, few years ago. Yes. We have to make the dis- distinction that it's not bioidentical hormones yes. doing that. That's the pharmaceutical ones. Yeah, got They've it. got a different molecular structure. Got it, got it, got it. Makes perfect sense. So it needs. So, so what you've used is obviously bioidentical and that is what you've noticed with the great benefits from using those hormones which are similar to your own natural body's hormones. Totally changed my life. Right. I can I cannot even uh, almost believe the difference that it's made in my life it's incredible. and my family's life. Well, look at you. You look amazing. Well, thank how, you. how old are you? Can Fif- I ask? Fi- yeah, 58. Amazing. Now, here's the interesting thing, Vicky. I actually replaced my hormones, and I didn't know you could do this, but I actually replaced my hormone levels back to 35. Wow. But what I've got to tell you Lucky that's real. You. Yeah, but what I've got to <laughs> tell you. Your wife. <laughs> well, and, and, but she does too. Great. And we do it together, and it literally has changed our life, seriously, relationship wise and everything. Of course. So the thing about that is, I actually feel better than I did in my 30s. That's amazing. I love it. So human growth hormone is something I've read quite a bit about. And obviously, I want to explore that a little bit further with you. But how can, uh, like you said before, and like I mentioned in the intro, um, you know, from the age of around 30, it starts to deplete quite rapidly. So how do we naturally spike our body's human growth hormone? Is there such a way? Yeah, there definitely is. Um, 
one of the easiest ways is intermittent fasting. So I, you both I, do. Yeah, we yeah. both do. So yeah. I don't know for you, but mine is um, I start eating at 12 midday. Yeah. I have my last meal at the, around about 6 p.m. I'm yep. not, you know, anally retentive about yes, it. I'd yep. Sometimes at seven if we go out to yeah, dinner or something. Yep. But I basically get go to sleep. Of course, you don't have to worry about anything. And, you know, I get 18 hours. Now, yes. that is the best way right. to naturally uh, help your HGH production. Okay. But a couple of other things that are really important. You've got to have a good source of protein. Yeah, right. Really good source of protein okay. is absolutely important for a lot of hormone production. Yes. Then the other one, sleep. Sleep. See, HGH is secreted by the pituitary gland, which yes, is in your brain. brain. Yep. Um, and it mainly is excreted at night. Right. So it's when you sleep. So when I'm taking, if I take HGH as a supplement, which yes. you can do by an injection, right. if I do that, I have it just before I go to bed because that it. actually helps my body then, um, it, it subsidizes what my body can't produce and I get the little bit of an extra boost. Amazing. Love it. So what about, um, what do you, I mean, what do you do? I mean, you mentioned briefly what you do, but what do you do and what do you practice daily to help promote your longevity? Well, the number one thing is as soon as I wake up in this morning, the first hormone I take is my thyroid. Okay. Because that has to be taken an, an hour before you eat or have a cup of coffee and I love to have a coffee in the morning. So, okay. so that sits next to my bed. So that's right. the first thing that happens. And right. then um, I would have to say that it's all my hormones. So right. I actually replace quite a number of hormones. Okay. As you said in the introduction, usually it's not one hormone that's out of whack. Normally there's a combination of them. Right. So I, I replaced uh, testosterone and progesterone, which is in a cream. So I put that on after a shower. Okay. Um, I have my DHEA. I have pregnenolone, which is your memory hormone. Oh. And it works. It really works. So I have. We that. all need some of that. We all we all need that. <laughs> um, so I do that, and then melatonin is your sleep hormone. Very very important hormone. So hormones is the first thing I do. My body can't produce those anymore to the levels that I need, so I have to replace them. Right. So that's the number one. The second thing is broken record again, diet and exercise. The other thing that I've done is I've tried to get uh, chemicals out of my life Good on you. and I cut out sugar three years ago Excellent. completely. Best thing you could ever do. Now, I have fallen off the wagon a couple of times and had yep. a bit of Swiss chocolate. But you about, feel it, right? about to, But it, it affects me straight yes. away. Yes, yep, So same. sugar, I'm zero sugar. Good. I mean, occasionally I'll have some fruit, some blueberries or yeah, something yeah. like that. I'll have it's the fructose sugar, in it. Yep. Uh, but refined sugar, I have zero. Good on you. Chemicals, like I use apple cider vinegar and bicarbon water to wash my hair. Excellent. I have a crystal for my deodorant. Yes. So I don't use any chemicals on my body. And of course, your skin, yeah. when we rub things in, yes. it's your biggest organ. Absolutely. So for instance, for a moisturizer, I use virgin coconut yes, oil. Yes, likewise. All day. Yep. You know, yep. and, so and to cleanse my face. Yeah, but I do too. <laughs> yeah. And even as a sunscreen. Yes. You know, so exactly. that's what I use. It's natural. Yep. You know, and you wonder why these people that live in some of the Pacific Islands have been doing so well for so long without heart attacks. Yes. Natural fats. Love it. So Absolutely. coconut oil is one of my favorites. Brilliant. So are there any negative side effects to the bio-identical hormone replacement therapy? Uh, none that I know of. Okay. I mean, the thing is that... Like anything, if you were to do something in excess, then you're going to potentially get bad results out yes. of it. Now, I'll explain. It's a really good point because HGH and testosterone, or let's say steroids, have got a bad uh, rap in the press because we'll find athletes that abuse them for sport. Right. So you know how they do the doping cheats yes. and then they realise. So HGH is one of them because it's such a powerful hormone. Right. But now... 
when I take HGH as a supplement, which we can get prescribed in Malaysia legally through our clinic and we can bring it back here. So when I take that, all I'm doing with HGH is um, replacing what my body would have produced naturally at 35. So my dosage of HGH every day is actually quite small. Right. But the people that abuse HGH by wanting to build up for bodybuilding or something like that, um, and it can be used for that, don't get me wrong, but if you abuse it, then you can get symptoms um, where your hands grow bigger or your jaw extends and things because ultimately it is a growth hormone. Yes. So... When you use bioidentical hormones in a replacement situation where you're using them to your body's natural levels, then there's no side effects. Got it. Okay. So you just need to find out what the safe levels, I guess, are. Well, that's that's done by your doctor. Right. You know, like, so our clinic in KL, for instance, you, you, you can't just go there and say, hey, give me this. You've got to have the full hormone panel done. Right. They are so professional. And they actually talk about, and I love this too, See, modern medicine, our mainstream medicine, is called sick medicine. What we're talking about here today, Vicky, is we're talking about regenerative medicine. We're talking about treating the cause, Absolutely. not the symptom. Absolutely. And there's a huge difference there. Absolutely. So talk to us about what are the so the key tips for women who go through I mean, obviously, you know, the body goes through a lot of changes as we as we age. And for women we go through menopause. So what are the key tips to help women traverse seamlessly through pre, peri and post menopause hormonally? Like what can we do? Well, replace them yes. is, is yeah. the simple answer. <laughs> yes. Um look, the unfortunate thing for women is you get slam dunked with menopause. Yes. Um the thing is that once you get into that, and it's all different ages for different women, as we know, and of course, yeah. just we also have to be clear that, and you did mention this earlier, hormonal imbalances can start at a very, very young age. So it's not just menopause that we're talking Correct. about, but that's when you fall off the planet. That's when one day you get a hot flush and you go, oh, uh oh, yeah. what was that? <laughs> and then you're not sleeping and you know, you're getting mood swings and all those things. And, you, and women unfortunately get slammed in like a two or three year period. So the thing that I would say is before menopause, if you actually uh, topped up your hormones, Remember, this is all natural. If you topped up your hormones, you don't get menopause. Right. So, no, you can actually avoid it. Yeah, you right. don't have to have it. Yep. I mean, your body is naturally going to go there. But yes. by, but what, see, menopause, the main uh, reason is because your estrogen levels go down dramatically. So, if you're propping those estrogen levels back up again, your body doesn't have all those symptoms. Yes. So you don't get the hot flushes. You don't get the uh, irritability. You don't get the um, wake at, two, you know, for two or three hours during the night. And, and the weight gain yeah, for some the, women. All of that. Yeah, yeah. You can actually avoid it. Amazing. But what about men? Do they experience something similar? Oh, they certainly do. <laughs> I, I call it cranky old man syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the actual clinical term is called andropause. Oh. And you know, the funny thing is, I didn't even know there was such a word. No. So here's me. I, you know, I, I. I was one of those guys that thought that if I went to a doctor, they had a white coat and a stethoscope, yes. sorry, that um, they must have known everything. And they don't. They, of course you know, they don't. They, don't. And they know how to prescribe. They know how to prescribe things. That's exactly right. Yeah. And even though during our discussion today we've talked about how important hormones are, do you know that in a normal medical degree that it's only a number of weeks that wow. they actually study hormones? Really? Yeah. I, I was blown away. And so, you know, you've got to understand how important this is. So going back to the male thing, 
andropause, the difference with menopause and andropause, men's andropause typically goes over a 10-year period. Okay. So whereas women, it's generally three or four years. Yeah, right. Men, it's 10. So it's slower. Slower. So let's put it back into a husband and wife situation. Yes. You noticed him getting a bit crankier. Maybe getting man boobs. Yeah, Maybe right. getting the spare tire around his tummy. Ah. Maybe going, oh, I can't be bothered to do that on the weekend. Maybe driving behind someone and getting a red light and then saying, oh, God, I miss a light, you know, and getting really upset about it. Yeah, that's andropause. Oh, interesting. All right. So what about, I mean, women live on average about four years longer than men. So what do you put that down to? Is it simply the fact that we look after ourselves better? I think that's one of the reasons. Yeah. Um, an interesting part there is the fact that a hundred years ago women didn't live longer than men. Oh, so that's right. only that's only a sort of a more modern Recent. thing. Yeah. yeah, but of course those statistics would have been skewed because of childbirth. Of course, but yes. also apparently it was also uh, to do with infectious diseases right. that women succumb more often than that. And I'm talking a hundred years ago. Nowadays, the science look it's kind of still out there a little bit. But the science is basically saying that it's hormonal, would you believe? Wow. And also the X chromosome. Women have the extra yes. chromosome. So they believe that estrogen plays a major part in women living longer because estrogen's good for a woman and too much estrogen. Men have it, but too much estrogen, that's what makes man boobs oh, okay. and things. So that's not good for a man. So the science basically says that women live longer for lots of reasons, but when we're talking about the hormonal side, it's because men tend to put on fat, visceral fat, which is around their organs. Right. Women tend to put on fat under their skin. Right. And so the reason ah. that's important is that the fat around the organ can lead to cardiovascular disease. Yes. And men have a high proportion uh, of that. Right. So that's one of the reasons. The other one is you almost uh, touched on it at the beginning, risk taking. Risk-taking. Yeah, apparently yeah. men are a little bit more, <laughs> you know, take yes. a bit more risk. Okay, got it. Interesting. So what about, I mean, you you answered it briefly before, but the whole can you delay or reverse the ageing process? Certainly can. Yeah. Look, oh, this is the one thing I'd say to you, Vicky. I mean, look at you. Well, look, thank you. But I mean... Um, it can't make me look like Brad Pitt, unfortunately. <laughs> but apart from that, the thing that I would say to you is I try and look at everything really logically. So go out there and look at movie stars, uh, people who are in the public eye. Yes. And wealthy people. Yes, now, yes. just is there anything that you notice? Now, let's not go yeah, Botox. They don't age. They don't, they don't <laughs> seem to age as much, do they? No. You look at people that have got money or access to things. Absolutely. They don't. Do you know why? Because they know about these things. Yes. They know about HGH. They yes. know about stem cell therapy. Actually, John Cleese, Monty Python, you yes, know John yes. Cleese? Just two weeks ago in the main press, he was interviewed as he's in his mid-76 or something like that, years old. Yes. Still working, about to do another stage show. Right. And someone said to Amazing. him, how are you doing that? Yeah. And he went, well, I've got to tell you, stem cells. Ah, so you know how yeah. people, wealthy people go off to these Swiss yes, clinics and yes. things? Oh, yeah. Well, that's yep. what I do. I go off to the clinic. happens to be in Malaysia. Amazing. So you can yeah. actually delay it. You can do it. And so I always look at those people and go, they know a secret. Well, fortunately, I do too now. Yes, and you're sharing it with us, which is great. Yeah, and I love to. It's my passion. I can tell. I can tell. So, And you also touched on before about getting a good night's sleep. So talk, let's talk about that a little bit more. How important is getting good quality sleep and how can we improve our quality of sleep? Okay, so before hormones replacement, I yep. mean, 
my wife and I used to have a competition almost as to who was awake for the longest reading a book in the middle of the night. Oh, my goodness. It was that, and I'm sure your listeners, some of them are going to be giggling at the moment going, yep, that's me. Okay, so I suffered from it really bad. So did my wife, and we put it down to, uh, you know, getting older. So we didn't realise, of course, about hormones and melatonin, which is your sleep hormone. Yes. And I love the way that nature's done this. Your melatonin starts to produce when it gets dark. So if you think before our our light, our electricity and light and things back in the old days, as soon as it got dark, your melatonin kicked into your body, made you go to sleep. Right. As soon as it became daylight, your thyroid kicked in and woke you up. Got it. Really, really. I love, love that. love that. So all of your restorative Everything that's going to regenerate in your body happens when you sleep. Mm. So it relaxes your muscles, it relaxes your brain, getting rid of free radicals, your HGH coming out, um, being excreted, all happens while you sleep. Love that. Now, if you don't have quality sleep, your body can't repair itself. Yeah, right. And look, we all know what it's like when you've, for whatever reason, maybe been on a long-haul flight or something and you haven't slept properly. You're cranky, you're irritable, you don't feel good, you know, you're kind of all out of whack. Well, people go through that all the time. Now, if you take a sleeping tablet, it's unfortunately making it, it'll, it'll make you go to sleep, yes. but it's not restorative sleep. Absolutely. So what it's doing is, in a way, it's not giving you that REM sleep that you really need, which is the most benefit. Now, melatonin, where you, when you take that, and I travel with it all the time, I take it every single day. First of all, it's one of the best hormones for getting rid of free radicals. Right. It actually scavenges your body for free radicals during your sleep. Amazing. But it also puts you to sleep. So it's a really important hormone, and in it. I think it's underestimated. So by taking melatonin, another thing, because it's natural, you don't have a hangover. Like if you take, I take three milligrams a night, you can take from one, you can take up to 10. But if you took 10 milligrams of melatonin, you you don't wake up groggy because it's a natural hormone. It's not a drug. And where do you get that from? You can get it prescribed from pharmacy. I right. uh, Yeah, so you can get it from a pharmacy, basically. Wow. So it's part of the bioidentical hormone regime. Yes, yes. It's not just about your DHEA, thyroid, testosterone, progesterone, and all those. Melatonin. Yes. So every night, my wife and I, before we go to bed, take some nu- uh, nutrients as well, and melatonin every night. Interesting. And, so, and I've got to say, sorry to cut in. That's okay. Sleep like babies. Yes, absolutely best sleep of my life. That's great. That's great. Well, I have to say I'm a very good sleeper. So that's one thing I'm very happy about. And I do get, uh, these days I've been trying to get to bed a lot earlier, like 8, 9.30, 9, 9.30, and it makes such a difference. Me too. Yeah, it's amazing. But what about, so what would your top three tips then be for living longer, stronger and happier, healthier life? Well, Opening your mind up to the fact that we can actually replace a lot of the things that we're losing. Yeah. So that would be my number one. Okay. Because it doesn't matter how much you do the, the two next things I'm going to say, without yeah. being able to get those levels back up, you're never going to be able to really feel, you know, yes. 10 or 15 years yes. younger. So that's my first thing. Okay. Use the science that's out there. Make sure it's all natural. Make sure you're going to the right doctors to get the right information. Yes. And take control of that. Okay. That's the first one. The second thing I would say is I eat mostly organic, clean, natural food. Um, I control my weight by doing things like if I, let's say I go away or I go to France and England like I did in July. And yes, I don't normally eat bread, but I'm not going to France without eating the baguettes type of thing. Came back a couple of kilos heavier. I go on to keto. I go into keto for about 10 days. The weight goes, I feel fantastic, bounce around. 
it's hard to sustain it long term, so I don't do that. I just do that every now and then when I need to. So that, um, and just getting chemicals out of your life as much as you can. Absolutely. You know, for me, like even in the garden, I use, you know, um, hot water to get rid of weeds and and I do my wooden floors with white vinegar and water. I just don't use any chemicals wherever I can. Years ago... I was like everybody else. I just went to the supermarket and just got everything. Based, it was yeah. toxic. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I tried to do, do everything naturally. Excellent. And is that your third one? I think, well, it Open was... Open mind, eat, eat organic, and then chemical reduction. Yep. Excellent. So what age, tell me, I mean, I'm 41. <laughs> so when should I start looking at um, bioidentical hormone replacement therapy? At what age should people start? Okay, so that's a really good question as well. Um, 10 years ago. Is the oh, answer? Really? Yeah. So my two sons, when I when I found out about this, when I started to go on this journey, my two sons were in their mid twenties, and they came to visit us in KL. I ended up living in Kuala Lumpur for three years, and so they came up. And of course, you know, Dad's got this new thing that he's fixated on. So I had them <laughs> whizzed into Dr. Nora's clinic straight away. Would you believe that in their mid twenties, they both had a thyroid issue, and one of my sons had low testosterone? Wow! Now you would never pick that, would you? No. My wife and I, going back and thinking about when we got together, which we were together sort of around twenty eight, um, that we would have probably had hormonal problems back then. Yeah, right. And we're going thinking about how we were and how we felt, and being aware of that now. Where. It's normal for your hormones to start depleting from 30. Sometimes it's much earlier than that. So anyone can benefit. So, for example, if you were 35, you might not need as much as I. A man who's 35 wouldn't have to take the same levels that I'm taking, but just by topping them back up, makes them feel fabulous yes, again. Yes. So what I would say is that it's never too young to get it done. Okay. And Dr. Thierry Hertog, the one I said, the Belgian, uh, probably the world expert in this, yes. he says that he would love it if everybody got their hormones done when they're at their optimum level. So for women, that would be from 18 to 21. Right. And for men, that would be 21 to 25. Okay. So that's when typically you're at your highest point of hormone production. Right. He said he wishes the world was that oh. everyone went and got... So you knew what your base level was. Mm. So that when you got to 50, you go, oh, this is what my testosterone should be. That's what it was when I was 25. Let's replace it. At 41, I could say that if you went and had some bioidentical hormone replacement done, you would feel a difference. Okay. There's no doubt about it. Interesting. It's I mean, all, I it's do almost, feel amazing now. You look amazing. I see you're energizer bunny too. But what I'm saying is that you would feel even better. Oh, my goodness. I know. Watch it's scary, world. isn't it? I know, but that's how I feel. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, here's the guy that was sick and, you know, exactly. cranky and was having to have a sleep and nana nap in the afternoon. And now, now I bounce around. Yeah. Incredible. And you notice your body composition changed as totally, well? Totally, totally. You know, I used to be 98 kilos. Wow. I'm 75. That's incredible, just you know, through replacing hormones. Yeah, well, that and looking after myself a little yes. bit better. And I think here's a really important thing too, Vicky, is that once I started to feel better, when I started to replace my hormone, yes. uh, which took a few weeks because your body has to adjust Recalibrate, to them, yeah. but I was bouncing off the walls within two. <laughs> uh, it took longer for my wife. took about six weeks for her to okay. notice the difference. Yeah. But when that happens, it's kind of like it switched something on in my brain. Right. Whereas I used to ignore everything before and just put it down to, oh, that's just the way it is. Yes. I suddenly realized it didn't have to be. Excellent. So by default, I started looking after other things. Yeah, right. You know, so it changed my mentality. Well, you had the energy for it as well. Well, that's true. Yeah. And maybe I was, I didn't have that um, foggy brain. Exactly. You know, your brain clears up. 
Amazing. So tell us about where people can find out more about you and Ageless Tours. Well, thank you for that. I mean, Ageless Tours was a company I put together, one, because I'd been in the travel industry for over 30 years anyway, both in Europe and here. And I'm really passionate about helping people. So the idea of putting Ageless Tours together was uh, to show people that they can actually change their life and not for a lot of money. Because I know the clinics in Malaysia, I don't know whether you know this, but Malaysia is one of the top five medical tourism destinations in the world. Wow. It's also very close. It's only a seven hours. It's also tropical. Yeah. Also, everyone speaks English. Also, the food's fantastic. Yes. Shall I go on and on and yeah, on? And it's affordable. But the doctors that I go to, like Prima Nora Clinic that I use, um, you know, Dr. Nora's trained in the UK. She's a gynecologist. She's trained in Australia. They have all the best credentials. They're the loveliest people. And it's a third of the price of Australia. And so what I've done with Ageless Tours is I've put together packages where you go up and have a week's holiday. We do private transfers to the clinic. We organise absolutely everything for you. We still do food street, Jalana Law. We do a yes. you know, walking tour around there. Plenty of time for shopping. Shopping's amazing. Yeah. We go to Langkawi for three nights in a tropical island. All of those things. That's the normal scheduled package I put together. But I can do executive packages. If you don't have the time, you're busy, and but you want to go and get it done, you can literally go up on Friday and come back Monday and have your whole hormone panels done. Amazing. So I put it together where... We take you to the vetted professional clinic. Everything's there. You know the pricing before you go. Also, they run regenerative, I mean, sorry, aesthetic medicine as well. Okay. So when you go up, I always have the IV drips. Oh, yeah. I love those. Yeah. They are absolutely the bee's knees. Yeah. So those PRP, platelet-rich plasma. Right, yes. So you can do that. They call it the vampire facelift yes. or for hair loss. So I'm. Right. that's my next journey is okay. I'm going to use PRP for uh, growing back hair. So, but, you know replacing collagen in your face and getting rid of all of those. Of course, you can do the Botox and all those things yes, as well. Yes. But there's a lot of other things that, that that we can do whilst we're on the tour. Okay. Even dental, yeah, things right. like that. It's a third of the price of Australia. So what about bringing the, the hormones back into Australia? Absolutely no problem at all. So what actually happens there is that legally in Australia, you're allowed to bring in your own medication as long as it's not more than three months supply. Right. So what happens is that Dr. Nora writes you a prescription. Now, you must come back with the right paperwork, of course. So she'll write you a prescription to anything that she prescribes you. So let's say that's testosterone, progesterone, thyroid, HGH even. So she puts that all down on a prescription, gives you a letter, and then you come back and on your little form with customs, you tick the first box, which is, are you bringing any narcotics or drugs or <laughs> the, the naughty question? Actually, that's the one you tick right. because you're bringing medication in. It yeah. does say that there amongst the heroin and everything okay. else it mentions. But anyway, you tick that box, you go up to customs and you declare it. Right. And I have never been asked to actually show it, but I always say if they do ask me, this is what I've got and I've got the letter. Perfectly legal. And so what about after the three months supplies up? Then how do you replenish that? Okay. So we have an aftercare package here in Australia. So I work with Dr. Paul Frooms here right, in Melbourne. Right. And so he, uh, we, we, we have this aftercare package where as part of that aftercare package, you get a whole lot of information about aging right. and how to do it on diet. And he does uh, like a monthly report on different things that he finds out in the scientific world to help with anti-aging. And as part of that, he will rewrite your scripts and monitor your blood tests for you here locally. Excellent. And you can get everything compounded here in Australia. That's great. And so once you start, basically you're on it for the rest of your life. You know what? That was the scariest thing for me in my old thinking. See, I thought 
thought, I was one of those people that thought then when you were taking a drug, it was a pharmaceutical drug. Most pharmaceutical drugs have a side effect. Yeah, you want to get off it. You want to get off it as fast as you can, right? And so that scared me. Yes, yeah, of course. But what I didn't realise, of course, the difference with bioidentical is it's natural. Yes. So... The answer is yes, yes, you have to take it because, yes. you know, your body's not producing it, so yes. you're replenishing it. You have to keep replenishing it. But it's not scary because it's not nasty stuff. Yeah, exactly. So you do take it. But look, it's almost to the point where when people have asked me that question, I, I've almost said I'd rather give up food than my hormones. <laughs> of course, they, you can't work that yes, way. But yeah. but that's how that's how radical the difference in my life has been. And I've also got to just say another thing is that a couple of times through mismanagement or going on a uh, on an overseas trip and actually leaving my medicine bag at home yeah. by mistake, I've gone off them. Okay. Within three days, I've got bricks on my chest, which is basically my low thyroid, and I feel terrible. Right. And you notice it. Yes. Literally within a week or so, yep. you can notice it. And... I don't like it. Yeah, of course. I don't want to we go back there. Exactly. But what about cost-wise, like financially, how much are we looking at each month? Yeah, okay. Um, well, look, HGH, that's the that's the, the Hollywood hormone, they yes. call it. Well, that's expensive. Yes. Um, now, that's in an injectable form, but it's right. just like an insulin injection. It's really, really easy to take. It's just in a pen. But that's expensive. That's about $500 a month. Right. So... You know, but you don't have to have that to feel fabulous. No, exactly. It's, it's the icing on the cake, though, and I've got to say that it is pretty good. <laughs> but apart from that, if you were looking at it, it once again depends on how many hormones you need replaced. So for me, I'm replacing uh, seven hormones, and it costs me about $200 a month. Okay. Because you get a script filled at last for three months. So yes. the script itself might, like my testosterone cream has got progesterone and testosterone in it. Right. It's quite a high dosage. Yes. That costs me $150 to get that compounded here in Melbourne, but it lasts me three months. Okay. So to give you an idea like that. So do things like wild yam creams do a similar thing or they're just not as strong? Or Yeah, well, see, uh, progesterone, bioidentical progesterone is made from yam. Yeah, right. There you go. So Amazing. the difference I would say, though, if the, you were buying a wild yam cream online, which you'll see them, and they say things like, can help replace progesterone <laughs> and that, I would just caution you to say that if it's not compounded in a pharmacy under those conditions that are very strict with the real McCoy, let's say, to the strength that's necessary, yes. if you go and do that and you don't really feel fabulous afterwards, there'll be a reason for that. Yeah, there'll be right. other things that are out. It might not be strong enough for you, yeah. the dosage, you know. Those sorts of things are made for mainstream. Whereas yes. when you go and get a doctor to do your hormone panels, they know precisely what, yeah, what you need. And Amazing. that's the thing. And then they adjust it. So you get your bloods done every six months and little adjustments are put in there. Amazing. Sign us up for a tour, Max. Yeah. <laughs> well, you'd be welcome. I love going up there myself, yeah. so that's great. Thank you so much. So it's agelesstours.com. Excellent. Thank you so much for your time. I think we've covered everything. So um, it's been a pleasure having you in the studio and, and seeing your energies completely infectious. So keep up the good work that you're doing. And um, yeah, I look forward to touching base with you maybe in a couple of years time when I'm feeling like I'm needing to um, replace some some hormones. But Well, in- thank, thanks so much for having me and don't leave it too long. Yes. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for joining me today. I really hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and follow me on our YouTube channel, One Body, One Life, to see more inspirational videos to help you reach optimal wellness and longevity. But until next time, don't forget, you've got to nourish to flourish.